Hey, my starseed vagabonders. I'm back for another week. I hope everybody had a great week last week with uh, Valentine's Day and all that was going on with that. The Chinese New Year that was also around. So happy New Year as well. Uh, today is the 222 portal since it's February 22nd. So happy 222 day. Um, I was going to try to touch base with you guys on that. It's a very um, sort of auspicious day for you guys. Um, there's a lot that goes along with it. You know, we're also in Pisces season, so happy birthday to my Pisces as well. Um, but there, there's questions to ask yourself with the 222 portal. And if you know your your Pisces, this is probably going to be kind of profound for you as well, since you're already in sort of like a you know dreamy sort of creative watery state as it is. Um, and we are going to the end of the of the wheel here with the zodiac, so we're coming up on the actual new year. So this is uh, putting us in a good mindset to get into the, the new astrological new year with goals. You know, Mbok will be coming for those of y'all that celebrate Mbok. Um, I know, you know, some of the Christians are already going through Lent. So they're, they're already in the mindset of giving up certain things. Um, Passover will be coming up soon for the Jewish community. So that's always, um, you know, a little bit of reflection as well with that. So let's go ahead and delve into some of the things that the 222 portal is asking of us. Um, Numerology-wise, the 222 would be... Um, you know, you could add it up to six, but if you wanted to just focus on two, uh, that's a pretty powerful number for numerology. Um, it's a very feminine kind of energy that goes with it, uh, very intuitive, uh, very influential kind of energy. Um, it's got a peacemaker way about it. it it speaks of cooperation, working together. It's got this uh, diplomatic kind of vibe that goes with it wherever there's some sort of imbalance. Um, you know, the, the number two, it can help you with the, the contrasting energies that you're seeing there. Um, it's also a very powerful one for relationships. It doesn't necessarily have to be you know your soulmate it can, it can just be any sort of relationship um it, you can hold an influential way about you with your uh your relationships and trying to find like compassion and cooperation and you know even maybe giving a little bit of guidance to try to help um Sort of the downfall that goes with numerology for the number two, it can be indecisive. Um, it can have trouble finding a way to meet in the middle 
or you may be stuck on biases to where you're not able to resolve conflict. Um, that's one one of it. You can be stuck in 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 action because you don't know really what to do. Um, another downfall is that you can get easily hurt. It's hard to find the harmony there when you know you're sort of in your own mind and you can't get past your own. Um, you know, insecurities or your own energy. That's sort of another um, negative for the, the number two. Or you're just unassertive and you don't know how to speak up for yourself. You may be put in an unpleasant situation and you're struggling for how to get out of it. You, you know, you don't know where to turn to find a real resolution. So that's um, something to keep in mind too. But um typically the number two is a very like quiet powerful influencer they're very calm cooperative and you know they they tend to be very good uh partners so if you are somebody that has a uh, number two for your numerology numbers any any of your important numbers um you know, you've got very good personality traits like tactfulness, sensitivity, influential, cooperative, inclusive, intuitive, supportive, empathetic, and protective. Those, that's, I mean, very good. And your, your tarot card that you would resonate with is the High Priestess, which is the most intuitive of all the tarot cards. So you're already like in a a high state, a high vibration. Um, also, if any of you guys are Taurus, you also resonate with the High Priestess, um, Taurus or Cancer, even. So you're, you're probably somebody that's got like a pleasant nature, but you have like a tenacious way about you, um, which I can definitely see that in, in a Taurus. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I mean, you're already two, two, two. Like, how can you go wrong? Like, that's that's a a good start there. But specifically for this portal, there are certain things that they're wanting us to kind of reflect on, and I, I thought I would bring it up now because I feel like it's sort of a good stepping stone for us. We're about to be going into March very soon. And, you know, with spring, it's kind of like new life, new blooming, new ways. So, you know, and with it being the astrological new year, like I was saying, we're sort of doing a reset anyway on the year. So let's go ahead and, and dive into this. Uh, question number one, what is my dream version of myself? This is very... uh much a Pisces question. I, I can feel the Pisces energy with that. What is my dream version of myself? I mean, that's, these are very good like journal prompts if you're somebody that does journaling like, or this is even maybe like um, places of affirmation that you should look into. This is, um, this is a really good time to just start looking at yourself and reevaluating things in your life. Uh, question number two, what version of myself am I currently? That's a very good question. 
Um, do you like who you are right now? Are you in a rut? Like um, the number two, like the, the low vibe side of the number two. Uh, number three, what do I need to stop and start doing to become my dream version? That's a very good question. Number four, what areas of my life are not fulfilling me? Number five, what needs to be released in those areas and what would fulfill me? So listen guys, this is very easy like questions to be doing to reevaluate re any part of your life. Are you struggling in relationships? Are you struggling in a job? Are your finances not you know where you want them to be are you having trouble meeting your goals like this is actually like a very good evaluation of where are you right now in this moment and what can you manifest or what can you adjust in your life that would give you the the balance that you're looking for the fulfillment that you need number six Am I in survival mode, meaning anxiety, pain, unmotivated, isolation, exhaustion, unhealthy sleep habits, etc.? So this goes along with like some of the other, um, you know, podcasts I've done where we've talked about relationships, where we've talked about spiritual blockages, where we've talked about, you know, putting yourself and your health um, as a priority. You, this is this is one of those things uh am, am i in survival mode that's a very powerful question to ask yourself um are you being unhealthy are you living in a in a place where you are burnt out that i would say a lot of people right now probably are are you on some sort of karmic loop or some some cycle where you're just riding the merry-go-round of life and you don't know how to get off of it Number seven, when can I take time daily to detach from my current reality and meditate into my desired reality? Are you taking a moment? Are you meditating daily? Are you doing, you know, self-love at all? Whether it's putting yourself on a diet that's more uh, appropriate for you, are you exercising? Are, are you doing the little things for yourself that, that help you feel healthier in your mindset, healthier in your body? Uh, you know, because it does, it's all connected. Your spirituality, your mindset, your emotions, all of it can fester up inside you. So you have to, you have to take time for yourself, especially if you're, you're an introvert and you're one of those introverts that get burnt out very easily on your social meter. Uh, yeah, you you got to be taking that alone time to recharge and, you know, get yourself back to feeling your, your best. Um, number eight, what calming exercises can I incorporate into my daily routine? Uh, you know, these are all very, very good questions that you can be asking yourself. Um... You know, springtime when the weather gets nice, it's a little bit easier for for people to like get out and do things in nature. 
it's very important for us to take time to ground ourselves in nature, whether we just go to the park and we walk around or we take a camping trip or, you know, something simple like that. You know, even if you only have time to, like, go outside and water your lawn, like, that still counts towards your your ability to ground yourself for the day. Get the sun on your face, feel the wind on you, you know, Take your shoes off. Feel the grass underneath you. Um, we need it. We need making sure that we're getting the nature in our lives so we feel like we are ourselves. We find our way back to who we are. And, you know, there's places, I don't know every city and every place to recommend, but there's places in most cities where they do, like, the outdoor yoga even, um, when the weather's nice, I mean, even in Dallas, they have like outdoor pools and stuff where you can go and do outdoor yoga at the pool. Um, if you're one of those people that like, like to fully immerse yourself in some sort of, um, activity, I would even suggest doing like one of those like immersion tanks where you float in the water and you have that, um, that would be very good. Uh, one of the people that I follow on YouTube has started doing like a 40 days of karmic relationships or like karma in your life. Uh, so it's like a 40 days of karma thing and like daily he's sending, um, like little messages about karma and you know delving into things like that some of it's you know of course past life karma um so that's also something that you may want to consider while you're evaluating your life like how much of this baggage that I'm carrying around is coming from a karmic state am I holding myself back from letting go of you know things that I should be healed from or things that I should be healing from. How much of this is actually inherited karma? That's another question to ask yourself. Um, you know, I touched base on this last week where I was speaking on the spiritual blockages. We do inherit. We inherit things that we don't even begin to understand. And it's not our job to carry around somebody else's, you know, problems. Yeah, and I know that, you know, there can be a certain level of guilt that goes along with saying, hey, I'm sorry, but this is not my responsibility. You can heal. I can heal. It's a matter of choice. And, and taking the actual uh, incentive and follow through behind trying to heal. And I, and I know that people have thrown the word around with, you know, trauma and healing and things like that. Uh, and it makes it sound so easy to just move on. But it's necessary. It really is necessary because it affects your body and your health in such a very, very profound way. You know, there's certain places in your body that if you're not careful, like, you, you will store this stuff internally in your body. For instance, the liver. The liver you can is where you hold your anger and your resentment. Your heart is where you have like excitement and shock. Your spleen 
is where you carry your worry and obsessive thinking. So if you're one of those people that loop out on cycles when you don't understand what's going on around you, you know, those overthinkers, uh, you know, that's what's going on. You're hurting your spleen. Uh, your lungs is where you hold your sadness and your grief. So if you're somebody that can't get over old business, you know, like a breakup or, you know, family members passed away and you don't know how to work through the grief of it, like this is this is where you're holding that grief. It's in your lungs. And you know how important your lungs are to your body. Um, the kidneys are where you hold your fear and insecurity. So if you're somebody that's afraid to make choices that can change your life because you don't like change, you're resistant to change, or you're insecure about the idea of change, I mean, that's, that's your kidneys. So we have to be mindful of what we are doing to our body with our own energy. It's not always somebody else sucking out our energy. It's sometimes we are the, the emotional vampire. We are the ones sucking ourselves dry because we are self-imposed on our own issues. Um, we hurt ourselves and we don't even realize we're doing that. So, you know, taking the time to do like these questions and evaluating who we are, like it's gonna really help you in life. Like it's gonna help you figure out who you are. And I know sometimes it's hard for us. We feel like we're being blocked and we don't know, you know. Even at 41, if somebody came to me and asked me, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would have a hard time answering it. And full disclosure, I would have a hard time. Because I've gone through so much um, evolving. And I know that I still am in the process of evolving and healing. And I don't, you know, I think until I get to a more um, substantial mindset of who I, who I am... It's going to be hard to answer some of these questions. And and that's, I think, is normal for a lot of people we go through these stages, you know. I wouldn't quite say that, like, it's midlife crisis or anything like that. But I think that it's important that we do, like, check in on ourselves every, every few months or every six months at least, you know. Um, check in on ourselves and ask ourselves, like... Am I happy with where I am in life? You know, that question where am I just surviving? <laughs> That's a big one. I think a lot of us, because of the state of our economy here in the U.S. even, you know, and, and some of us, you know, even with the the wars going on and everything else that's happening in the world, like, a lot of us are in survival mode and we're not able to take the time you know, there's a, a lot of people even in the U.S. that are more often than not right now two, three jobs just to make ends meet. And trying to take time to meditate and detach like they're asking, that feels like it's impossible. <laughs> you know, maybe the only time you feel like you can meditate is when you're in the shower. <laughs> and that's understandable, you know. 
Although if you're somebody that's like a single parent, even even taking the time to, to go have a shower by yourself is hard. But um, one of the things that uh, the astrologer that I follow on YouTube, Astrolata, she, she's been predicting things for 2024. And one of the things that she's predicted is that there's going to be more people that are going to try to sort of detach from society for a while. That like they're going to go off the grid and like find property and try to just live life on more of a simple way, you know, um, make their own food, grow, grow their own herbs and spices and, you know, go back to like the old school way like back when you know the pilgrims were around living off the land and just being more rooted in like nature and just I guess some quieter style of life where you're you're less involved in you know the political stuff and the hustle and bustle of trying to work through the inflation costs and you know societal pressures and all these other things that people just tend to get caught up in um it's it's probably you know plutonian energy that's that's causing that uh you know aquarius is one of those energies anyway where it's sort of like rebellious against the the status quo you know they're they're more of like a transformative energy where it's let's push past this this social standard let's figure out new ways let's be innovative let's figure out like how to evolve past where we are you know it's the uh the technology energy the scientific energy you know and with um mercury going into Gemini, we're going to be having more um, changes with communication and money and things like that. So there's going to be changes with our society, maybe not right away because Pluto specifically is a very slow going sort of um, planet, you know, it's a generational planet. So you're not necessarily going to see everything overnight but you're gonna get like little lightning bolts of inspiration that you know you may wake up tomorrow and decide I need to move to you know Bali or I need to move to you know Canada or somewhere and just reinvent myself it's it's possible like you know if you're somebody especially with like a sag energy in you where it's like you're restless anyway and you're always looking to what's the next opportunity what's the next you know learning experience that i can have um yeah you're gonna be feeling it you know you may be interested in in learning a completely new language um this is definitely a good time to delve in and try and educate yourself on something new. Even if it's something new for your career, um, go for it. You know, 
if you're in one of those jobs where you feel like you're at, you're at your glass ceiling or you don't feel like you're valued or appreciated for what you do, you know, this is the time. Like, get out there and see what you can do. Work on that resume. Take you a class or two. If it's something you already know, go ahead and take a class to, to refresh your memory, at even, you know? Uh, you know, learn learn a language so you're bilingual. Because a lot of bilingual places, you know, will pay you a little bit more. Um, you know, and there, there's a lot of people right now that for various reasons are wanting to work like a hybrid situation where they're remote or, you know, they go into the office maybe once or twice a week and to get, to have more freedom, you know, to work, but also work at a pace or in an environment that work, that is more amenable for them, especially if you're introverted and, and you just do better in a, in a place where you have peace and quiet in your own energy. Um, it's understandable. You know, you could still be a team player from the comfort of your own home. Don't think that that's limiting yourself. Uh, if you're somebody that you thrive on solitude and getting work done in your own pace, then yes, by all means, you know, try to find you a job where you are remote, where it's quiet. If you're somebody where you're sensitive to other people's energies, and to the point where it's distracting for you, by all means, get you a job where you are remote. It's, it's um, one of those things. I think a lot of us are gonna be put in a place where we f we're questioned on our, our fulfillment because of Pluto and, and Aquarius specifically, you know, and, and Venus being in a place where it's also, uh, visiting Pluto right now. Um, we have that conjunction with Pluto, Venus, and Aquarius. Um, you know, that that is going to be a big deal. We've got the full moon that's about to be coming up. So, I mean, there's a lot of energy at play right now that's probably for our own good to take time and, and see where we are. Just check in and, you know, We've, we've all been in this position for so long where it's just, you know, embrace the suck. Fake it till you make it, you know, that kind of attitude. And it really, it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to be in survival mode. We don't have to continue to live in a place where we're burnt out and we're stressed out and, you know, it's affecting our health. This is a, an old mindset, you know, where it's, Chase that bag, chase that coin, you know, hustle, 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 make that money. You know, that's an old mindset. I'm not saying that, you know, just don't do anything with your life and just sit on your couch and just, you know, exist. But there's got to be some sort of balance, especially if you're at a place in your life where you're unhappy and you're just sort of existing. You know, there's a lot of people that are that way and have been that way for many, many years. And it's not something, especially if you're a parent, that you want to be 
living because it's the example that we're giving the next generation. And, you know, we need to be setting the example that we're going to put ourselves first and we're going to put our best foot forward. And that means that we deal with our baggage and it means that we put ourselves as a priority and we figure out what it is that finds us joy. And, you know, there are ways to make a living off of what you love. And they, you know, the old saying, um, or it's not work if it's something that you love when you enjoy. Like, make adjustments. You know, even our cars have to go through a tune-up. <laughs> Give your life a tune-up. See where you go. See where you adjust yourself. See, Try new things. Go on new adventures. Um, you know, don't, don't just be stuck in your career that just, just because it pays bills. You know, some of this I'm saying out loud and it's sort of like I'm a, I'm a hypocrite to myself because I've been doing it, but it's realization that is actually like important. I'm telling you, but I'm also telling myself <laughs> because it is that important, you know, um, so that's just the, the message that like came on my heart to tell you guys today that we, we need to, as a collective, start encouraging each other to do what makes us happy and to live a life that makes us happy and to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves and each other to just make do. We need to be more supportive of one another and more helpful to one another to get our friends and our family and ourselves in a place where we feel we're at our best so yeah you know but let's meditate let's make that our homework for the week or two you know let's see where we where we're at with it let's go into march with you know an attitude that we're going to do some fine-tuning and figure out where we land. Take some risks. Um, you know, take a chance on yourself is like a theme that, that I've been hearing today from various places. Believe that you are worth more than you've been going through. That's a very important thing. Give yourself credit for who you are and try and take a risk on yourself and see where you land. You may end up in the happiest place you've ever been in your life. And that can go for various areas in your life. That can be a career. That can be moving to a new state. That can be, you know, making your health a priority, like I was saying. That can be giving yourself the, the opportunity to try to love again. Um, you know, some people are afraid to get into relationships because of old business. Give yourself a chance to find somebody if it's what you want. It, you know, don't just be lonely because it's the easy scenario. Um, you know, go back to school. That's another, like, big investment you can do on yourself it doesn't matter if you're 75 years old it's never too late to learn something new it's it's always 
in your best interest. Knowledge is power, right? You know, so, you know, you see these inspirational stories where it's like these women or these men that like never, never got a college degree or uh, even a high school diploma. And they're like in their 80s or 90s and you see them with the picture that they walked across the stage and they finally got their diploma or their degree. Like, of course, they're too old, you know, at that point to really do a whole lot with it. But it's the principle of it that they actually saw through the goal and they did it for themselves. They, they took the time to invest in something that really mattered to them. They knew they could do it. Even at that age, they knew that they could do it. So... Don't don't let these preconceptions of I'm too old or this or that, you know, don't make the excuses to hold yourself back. Take the time to invest in yourself and see where you go with it, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and leave it there, guys, and I hope you have a good rest of the week, and I'll see you guys later. Bye.